theme music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're back in the tiny room. Yeah. The tiny room. It's so warm today. It's so warm. It's it, the tiny sauna today. <laughs> the tiny room today has so many half-drunk glasses of water, it looks like we're three quarters of the way through the movie Signs. <laughs> That's a terrible reference. That's a great reference. It's a terrible reference. It's pre-racist Mel Gibson. Pre-racist Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson is back in a big way. Still racist? No, he's still... I would imagine once a racist, always a racist. I don't think there's like conversion therapy for racism. But um, not that conversion therapy works. Don't support that crap. Uh, so, moving on from there. Um, no, he's back in a big way. I just saw the trailer for Stepdads too. What's that now? Mocky Mark. And Will Ferrell. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mocky Mark. He's back. Uh, he's back. Uh, but his dad is played by Mel Gibson. Oh, no. His, his yeah, so Mel Gibson he's is Robert like... Niro. Back, he's entered the Robert De Niro yeah, phase just of Hollywood give me, actors. Give me what you got. Well, it's amazing. Give me what you got, Ben. We haven't had any tweets whatsoever oh. this week. That's disheartening. But luckily, we've put our heads together and come up with something to talk about all by ourselves. Have we? Because we're big boys. Are we? <laughs> yes. Oh, Thor. It's news to me. Oh yes, we're yes. Gonna, this is totally planned. Yeah, we're going to talk about Thor. Thor. <laughs> since since we uh, you know we we were on the whole talking about mythology last week, and then you said a very interesting thing. I don't know if you remember the very interesting thing I you said. So once we're finished recording, <laughs> and so. why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, remember, you were saying um, that Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Thanks. Can't help uh, it. <laughs> do the theme music, the new theme music. How did that go? It's not too bad. <laughs> I can't hit those notes. It's, um, it's, it's a little bit of a trying task for me. So, you said an interesting thing. You said, what with Wonder Woman's origin being from the gods... Greek! Yeah, she's a Greek god. <laughs> she's, Greek. she's definitely a god. She is. She's not an advanced alien pretending to be a god, or an advanced alien whose society have misunderstood to be gods... But we know someone who is. Uh, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, or Ben, or is he? Well, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Michael, I mean, there's so... Look, there's a whole stack of stuff going on. About 55 minutes worth? Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed. With a bit of extra professionalism. I hope. We I might get hope. there. I live in hope. So, let's get straight into it. Let's just talk about Thor. Ben... Who even was Thor? Who even was Thor? Original well, Thor, I mean. Origithor. <laughs> Origithor! That's bad. It is not uh, an erectile dysfunction medication as it sounds. Uh, but uh, original Thor, or Thor 1.0. Um, actually, you know what? There's a much easier way of describing this. Because there are a lot of different Thors mentioned in this episode. The first Thor that we're going to talk about is Edda Thor. Okay. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie Thor. Yeah, why not? Eddie Thor. Eddie Thor because he comes from the original Norse Edda. Okay, oh. so Scandinavian mythology, Norse mythology. Uh, basically, if it's cold and there's a lot of darkness in the winter and a ton of sunlight in the summer, uh, it's Norse. Okay, uh, that's kind of how it works. Um, and Thor was one of the original gods of Norse mythology. So he belonged to the Norse pantheon of gods. And Go he on. was known as Thor the Thunderer. Uh, and he was the god of thunder and handsomeness and and no 
Not, no, there was another god for handsomeness. Oh, damn it. I'm yeah, afraid. Sorry. sorry. Balder was, was the most handsome of the gods. Oh. And favorite oh. son of Odin. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. No wing wink. Wink wink. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. As long as on a certain show. Don't we finish that? Yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Sorry. 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 Uh, so, no spoilers <laughs> for the movie Signs. Signs. <laughs> water. Lot. The aliens are allergic to water, as it turns out. And Mel Gibson's daughter oh has been leaving. Oh my god. What if you. No. Oh, no what not. have you done? You've it's ruined Signs for a whole new generation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've ruined Signs for about six people. M. Shyamalan ruined Signs. <laughs> Shyamalan. <laughs> We've had this debate before. It's Shyamalan. Shyamalan. It probably is Shyamalan. Talk about Thor again. Uh, so, Thor again. Uh, back to Thor. Um, Thor you're, is... You're back is Thor. <laughs> Ben's back is Thor, everybody. Thor is the god of thunder within that. And he's also the protector of the gods. The protector of the gods? Of the gods. He is, is the hammer of the gods, quite literally, because he hand, um, <laughs> He wields that wonderful hammer of his. Um, Mjolnir. Which is how that's... Or me, 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 Okay, so, I am not Scandinavian. No, he's not. Nor was I around when the original Edda was used in mythology. Allegedly. Um, sh- <laughs> um, so, my pronunciation could be... Atrocious. Oh, Ben, I forgot to tell you. Um, mm-hmm. We're actually sponsored this week. We're sponsored by the concept of mispronouncing... Uh, Norse names and that's exactly why I'm doing it <laughs> ding 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 it was all part of the plan it's a paid advertisement paid advertisement uh, if you would like to sponsor the podcast uh, for example uh, if you are an abstract concept <laughs> if you are an abstract concept perhaps similar sounding words with different meanings <laughs> or uh, words that begin with the same letter to cause an effect that makes them sound like the word that they are um, please go ahead and, and do that yeah. let, us, let us know at uh, our fictional email address no it's real uh, abstract concept sponsorship at gmail.com um, so yeah anyway there's a whole cast of characters and most people who are listening to this will know this cast of characters mm-hmm. uh, because they are familiar with superhero Thor from Marvel Comics so you have Odin yep. the all father I know him wise and all knowing one eye yeah so cool does he have any uh stop me if I'm stepping on a bit here no, does please. he have any uh does he have any days named after him he does Mm. He does. Mm. He has the day Wednesday. Nice. Wednesday, to people who actually pronounce things properly. <laughs> um, Wednesday. Uh, Thor has his day after him as well. It's Thursday. Thor's day. Oh, uh, oh hold on. Oh, oh. I have a thing. Mm. Do you want to hear an interesting thing? Mm. Again, stop me if I'm stepping on a bit. Mm. Um, so, Thursday yes. is named after Thor or Jupiter. Depending in, on... In most kind of European languages. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Except Portuguese, okay, where it's called Fifth Day because it's Latin, and <laughs> the Latins didn't like naming things after heathen gods. Well, you wouldn't, right? Couldn't and happen. Iceland. What? I know, but Iceland belongs in the Norse canon. I know it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that's weird. They call it Fifth Day as well. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Take it so personally. No. <laughs> and a whole thing about how it was Norse mythology and then Finland goes and changes the name. Iceland. Ice- Iceland goes and but changes the name. Isn't that weird though? That Am they're I racist towards Scandinavian countries? Do I think all Scandinavian countries are the same? I think so. Oh, God. I don't even know if Finland <laughs> oh is Scandinavian. God. It is, no, I think, is it? I think it's there. What, what yeah, is? No, I think, I think it is because there's... Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I'll explain. Keep I talking about anyway, it. Sorry. We have Odin, who is the High Father mm-hmm. of the Gods in that particular pantheon. Yeah. We have his 
half now it depends on which part of the Edda you read it's either his half brother or simply someone who shares the court with them Loki mm-hmm. who is the god of mischief and lies <laughs> yeah. and all the wonderful stuff Mick wants to be him desperately I do um, who wouldn't uh, and then you have a, a host of other characters that you'll know all about we have Tyr who is the god of war for them uh, we had Freya who was uh, the god of harvest and nature I think uh, we had uh, Sif who was Thor's wife uh, <gasps> the, spoilers mm, sorry 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 um, and we had lots of things and anyway this whole pantheon was made up and when they were originally in the Edda they're called the Aesir why is this little red light on? Uh, because it's it's recording oh is that what that means? it's, it's active the, the um, microphone's pointing the opposite way ah we've, we've switched it up because I'm an egalitarian <laughs> podcast co-host and uh, wanted all things to be fair so this week the little red light is pointing towards Mick and it's making him nervous it he's is getting, I don't like it he's getting 2001 A Space Odyssey flashbacks my cat instincts are making me want to paw at it mm, his PTSD is kicking in no Michael I can't do that <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, sorry they're called the Azure. Uh, A-E-S-I-R Aesir and they are one half of the gods that make up uh, the Norse canon of gods Mm -hmm. Um, the other are the Vanir and the Vanir uh, were a much gentler uh, version of the gods Freya actually belongs to the Vanir Mm -hmm. and they cohabitate after a long period of war where they were very (laughs) evenly matched um, and then they signed a treaty and now they all live in Asgard together I like how you said cohabitates like they all live in a, a student flat chair <laughs> real life Asgard <laughs> boom no, I think nine strangers isn't there an Australian or a New Zealand TV show about yeah. go, have I stepped on a bit You yeah there is it's um, I have watched that entire series I quite like that series oh, really? it's um, the Johnsons the Johnsons they all, the almighty Johnsons is that is right that's that was a complete yeah. guess that's pretty good though the almighty Johnsons is that what it's called is what it's called it's set in New Zealand set in New Zealand and it's about a bunch of reincarnated uh, deities deities <laughs> and they love it they, they think it's fantastic so yeah, take that New Zealand. Uh, take that. It's actually a really good series. Um, so they live together. So they all live together and they cohabitate. Um, and they rule. They are pretty much the most powerful beings in the nine realms. The nine realms are the nine different worlds within Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main ones are Asgard. Then there's Midgard. That's us. That's where we live. We're Midgard. That's our realm. That's where the sweaty room is. It's where the mere mortals are and the, the podcast room with melting action figures. Oh, it's so warm. Uh, I hope you notice that I say action figures now and that I don't call them dolls. Yes, anymore. or figurines. Or figurines. Victory. Small yeah. victories. Unless he pisses me off. <laughs> in which case, they're all figurines. He's a grown man playing with figurines. So go on. There's um, seven more. Name them There's now. seven more. There's Nephilim, which is kind of like a prison planet or the Phantom Zone in uh, <laughs> Superman if you're into that kind or of thing or Australia uh, or Australia prison colony love you Australia and you too New Zealand uh, it seemed, uh, the appendix of Australia if Australia would like to sponsor the podcast <laughs> we'd be more than happy to take that on board uh, there's Jotunheim which is the home of the Frost Giants and the Giants yeah they're Jotunheim. in the movies they're another one so I know who they are um, there is Must which is the burning planet that sounds great um, and that's ruled over by one person with a giant flaming sword nice. he is waiting for his opportunity to come down during Ragnarok there's a big flaming sword in the Ragnarok trailer there, oh could be him Uh-oh. could be him I can't remember his name right now but anyway, he's just that's exactly who it is thank you very much Michael <laughs> 
You see, um, I'm just feigning ignorance. Suter, I know, it's feigned ignorance. <laughs> it's because we want to include you and make you feel like it's for everyone. <laughs> um, Suter is the man who carries the large sword, and he is waiting for the day Ragnarok, so he can come down and burn the earth and all within it. Yeah, well, um, today, possibly. Today, because it's very warm here in Dublin City. Oh, it's ridiculous. Woo! Um, yeah, so I can't remember the other ones. Uh, but they're different realms inhabited by different creatures Svartalheim Svartalheim is that dwarves? Is dwarves yeah. Svartalheim? Yeah. or is it the light elves? it's the light elves are oh, Al- Alfheim Alf- Alfheim or something yeah. like that that's where the light elves live and, and there's a place where the dark elves live I thought that was Muspelheim uh, is that Muspelheim? isn't it? I, I don't I'm confused I'm, it's fair anyway We'll include a handy graphic in the thing uh, that shows you the nine different realms. Yeah. Uh, but the most powerful, the most cunning, the most beloved, and the most noble of all these different races are the gods who exist in Asgard. Mm-hmm. Asgard. Uh, and since they have so many enemies from outside, and all their enemies are quite primal compared to them, they're very civil and noble. Um, and all their other enemies, frost giants, ogres, dark elves. Trolls. Trolls. Uh, even the light elves are live in servitude to the the gods. They're much more primitive. Um, this, this is a bit borderline racist. Oh, it is absolutely. You can see. Well, well I'm not going to go there, but Let leave, uh, it leave it out. Well, we'll see. We'll get to it. Anyway, so all of these, uh, some of them don't like the gods. Some and occasionally these, some try of these races, and yeah, they occasionally try to take on Asgard and, and take it for themselves. They often try to steal from the gods, um, but luckily. They have a protector. Who? He's large. He's exceptionally strong. Me! He has a red... No. No. Now, Mick denies that he has a red beard, but he he has a red beard. I have a red beard. He has a red red beard. Well, so does this guy. Very large red beard. See? Tons of hair. Yeah. He carries around a hammer. Yes. He's got a belt of strength. (laughs) Yes. He's got two goats to pull a chariot through the sky. It's... Bam, 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 bam. Thor. Thor is the protector of the gods. And he uses his hammer, which can smash anything with one hit. It can destroy anything it touches. Oh, really? Um, well, the original Mjolnir can do this. So there's there's quite a few differences between the comic book and the um, and the rest. But anyway, mm-hmm. that is the original Thor. Mm-hmm. He comes from the Edda, which was put together by a guy called Snorri Snuridsson. And I'm not even kidding. That's fake. The, no, no, no. Made it's up actually, name. It's actually the guy's That's name. That's the madest up name I've ever heard. Um, and he put together uh, and and the Edda, and that's how we know this. Unfortunately, a lot of the Edda is incomplete, so there are thousands of stories that we no longer have. Uh, the mythology itself is quite interesting in comparison with other mythologies, because if you look at Greek mythology or Roman mythology, it's very the gods are without flaw. Mm-hmm. They are perfect beings who have a right to do whatever they choose like Superman similar but I don't think Superman was ever a rape, rapist in the same way that Zeus is a rapist do you know raping in Norse gods uh, very little oh that's good very little that's positive they don't really mess with mortals oh. in the same way like Zeus Zeus loved to nip off as a swan or a bull and he'd, he'd spot some young one and uh, well he'd go about and do what rapists do to people uh, and everyone was like, well, it's dark now. Who else but Zeus? <laughs> Classic Zeus. Classic Zeus. Oh, Zeus. Zeus, the old character. Raping people. I heard Zeus is playing uh, a character in Step Brothers 2. 
going to be someone's dad or something. No, that's Mel Gibson. I haven't meant to imply that Mel Gibson's a racist. I just mean that once someone does something bad, they enter that phase of their career. I didn't say that. Carry on. I didn't say that. That was not me. So, Ben, uh, how, yeah, did, how did Thor then, this Thor that you're talking about, this flaming, bearded, handsome man, how did he end up in, in the comic books? Um... Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Just to finish my last point, the nice thing about the Norse mythology is they're quite flawed as characters. They make mistakes and they're kind of humorous and things like that. So it makes them a much nicer kind to read. How he ended up in um, in the Marvel universe uh, was in 1962. So I want you to cast your mind back to 1962. Swinging 60s. There's one man. Well, there's two men. Three men technically who are running things over at Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Stan Lee. <laughs> it's Ben's uh, famous Stan Lee impression. Jack Kirby. And I think Larry Lieber is the name, though that could end up in a retraction for next week. Is, uh, is he Stan Lee's brother? He is Stan Lee's brother, yes. Isn't it Larry Lieber um, and Stan Lee and Lieber? Stan Lee changed his name. Larry Lieber did, did, did not. I think it's Larry. Um, Stan Lee went for the less Jewish-sounding name to stop any kind of racism towards his... Is that why he did it? Yeah, it became oh, like wow. a business name technique. A lot of people did that back in the day. They would take the Jewish part of their name. Emilio away. Estevez. Yeah, weird, right? Sheen. No, wait. Was Estevez his real name? I think Estevez is Martin Sheen's real name. Oh, is it? Martin yeah. Estevez? Uh, Mar- Martino Estevez? Martin. Martin Estevez? Estevez? I think so. Charlie Sheen is We're definitely going to get taken off iTunes yeah, at some point for racial profiling. <laughs> ridiculous. Now we're talking about Norse mythology. There's a couple of connotations going on. It's not going to go very well. I'm blonde. Like, this isn't going to end well. Uh, anyway, he ended up there in 1962 because mm-hmm. Stan Lee Stanley. needed to make new superheroes. So uh, he went uh, looking through and he found the Almighty Thor. But Jack Kirby mm-hmm. took some serious liberties with Thor. Creative uh, decisions, you mean? Liberties. Right. I chose correctly. Uh, but it's okay, because Jack Kirby is the founding father of most aesthetics for, for a lot of superheroes, so we, we can't really knock him. Kirby Crackle and all that. Um, Hold on, what's Kirby Crackle? The Kirby Crackle is an art style that is distinctly uh, belonging to Jack Kirby. It is the tiny little bubbles of black and white that you see oh, around any things. kind of cosmic energy. Oh, um, yeah. And it's it's known as the cosmic ray effect or the Jack Kirby, the Kirby Crackle. That's cool. Is what it's called. That was really prominent in a game I played in the late 90s. Oh, really? Late 90s, yeah. It was called Freedom Force. It was nothing to do with Jack Kirby, but it was a kind of was that the one with the minute man? Yes, I just remember like that. Freedom Force. Freedom Force is amazing. I remember Freedom Force. Oh, Ben, I don't play video games. I can't remember the chant though. Do you remember what he used to say? He used nope. to have a ridiculous phrase. Minute men, ho! Presumably, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was that. I don't think it was. But that so, was good though. But they were all like Kirby esque characters in that. Man, yeah, man they, they were. They were all in that style of of golden age kind of man boss yeah, the the alchemist was Scarlet Witch. Yeah, do you I'm pretty that? good at remembering as you it turns are out. pretty good at remembering. Uh, El Diablo, El Diablo, El Diablo was, was the Johnny human Storch. torch. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ant was Spider Man. Oh yeah, uh, uh, the ant was Ant Man, surely. No, he was Spider Man. Oh really? Yeah. Well, he was a bit of both. Uh, he little, was a teen, little, little hybrid. He was a teen who needed responsibility. Why are we talking about this? This is nothing yeah, to do with Thor. Anyway. 
nothing backwards. Um, yeah, so uh, Thor came to the comics. Uh, he became a flagship character for Marvel. He did really, really well, and people really responded quite well to. Is he Marvel Superman? Um, I think he certainly was an attempt at a Marvel, like a, an infallible character who just could kind of just go about and had to restrain himself living in a world of paper that's a direct quote from one of those movies I think it's it's the final episode of Justice League Unlimited where he yes I live in a world of paper yeah I love that episode it's one of the best episodes it's so good Uh, for those of you that don't know it Superman versus Darkseid Darkseid and Brainiac Brainiac ah it's the combo yeah yeah that Lex Luthor has unleashed into Metropolis that's a three way Um, yeah it's it's so good and uh, Superman just lets loose and he gives this awesome monologue about how he lives in a world of paper and how he always has to watch what he do and you've given me a rare opportunity to cut loose and I think he calls him Big Man which I really (laughs) love because it's the most Kansas midwestern thing I've ever heard like they never give him a midwestern accent but they really should that's a good point they really should like he grew up in the midwest yeah he never had a bit of corn sticking out of his mouth like he should be he's like a cowboy yeah (laughs) that's a good point Um, but then how long has he been in Metropolis why are we talking about Superman (laughs) now this is the most topic podcast we've ever done we need we need more news items we don't do this from now on okay back to to Thor back to Thor sorry so his original adventures are very uh, case of the week procedural kind of things okay like Um, all comics were some force from Asgard escapes mm-hmm. or Loki quite often was made the main antagonist of the series in the comics he is directly Thor's brother he and Thor are, are brothers not even adoptive um, no the, in the original run they're brothers oh really it's his evil brother did Odin Loki. impregnate a frost lady uh, he didn't what actually happened was when Odin went on an L killing spree to Jotunheim mm-hmm. uh, he found Loki oh he just found him he found him Right, uh, and took him back, I think. Well, then, he, then they're adoptive brothers. Um, yes, but he's not Odin's son. He, in the original in the original Edda, if we go back to the original mythology, he's Odin's blood brother. Who? Uh, Loki. They made a pact. Oh. And no harm could come to Loki by Odin's hand. So he's kind of Thor's blood uncle. Um, yeah, in a weird way. But anyway, not as complicated in the comics. Brothers, half-brothers, whichever way you want to look at it. So, hold on. Did... Odin impregnated a frost giantess. Which I, for me, I can neither confirm nor deny whether that happened because I simply don't know. A giantess for me is any woman over five foot ten. Any Quite woman, a few giantesses running around. Oh, the yeah, earth, well, so. any woman taller than me. Gal I think is Gal Gadot taller than me? She's quite tall. No, she's off the list. She's quite. I don't think she'd care. She's <laughs> probably somewhere now bitterly disappointed. She just heard. She was actually outside the door. She was just about to come in. <laughs> she was on her way. In her trench coat. <laughs> Sorry, with yeah. nothing on underneath. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Well, I have no height limit. Well, there was a pregnant pause. Um, <laughs> what? There, but for the grace of God. What were, what were we saying? Yes. Uh, yeah, so case of the week procedural. Um, Loki would unleash something on Midgard. Uh, within the comics, he is the protector of Midgard uh, as well. He Loki? No, no, uh, sorry, Thor is the protector of Midgard. He came once once upon an adventure mm-hmm. to Midgard. He fell in love with Jane Foster. Jane, Jane, Foster. Jane Foster. Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman in films. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and ever since then, he pledged to defend Midgard against the evils of the other realms. Now, Ben, I know this isn't planned, but I have two questions for you. Sure. Do you want to 
do you want to hear the two questions and then answer them, or do you want to hear one and then answer that? Which would and you prefer? I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it properly. <laughs> let, let's, let's do, okay, let's let's do, do two, and I'll answer whichever okay. one is most suitable to my narrative. Okay, I think both of them will be. First of all, secret identity? Does he have one? Mm, he does. Uh, so, in the original comics, right. um, Thor is summoned in a very unusual way. Um, Blake... Ooh. Donald Blake. Donald Blake, thank you. Dr. Donald Blake Dr. was a mild-mannered doctor mm-hmm. who had uh, a bit of a limp. But he had a wanky leg. He had a wonky leg. I said wanky, wanky leg. A wanky leg is something else. <laughs> you have to pay a woman in Mexico quite a lot of money to get one of those. Oh, no. <laughs> That's both off-colour and a bit racist. Um, no, it's a, it's a Norse woman working in Mexico. It's not that racist. <laughs> Go on. Only women from Iceland working in Mexico know what a wanky leg actually is. Donald Blake. Uh, Donald Blake. Dr. Donald Blake. Give the man his full title. He studied for years to be a doctor of medicine, for God's sake. Um, so originally it was very soap opera. Uh, Dr. Donald Blake was in love with nurse Jane Foster. Yeah. Um, she's a nurse because she's a lady. She's a nurse because she's a lady and it's the 60s and ladies belong in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, but yeah. In actual fact, uh, that much later gets changed. She's now a doctor in the main Marvel Universe. Good, good job. Um, yay. She's also... She's well, also, we'll get to that, Michael. You settle down. Okay, sorry. This is volume one. We're on volume one. Right. Jesus, Michael. Sorry. So, we're on volume one. And he's in love with her. He finds a stick to help him with his limp. Turns out when you tap the stick on the ground, mm-hmm. you can summon Thor. You summon him? Yeah, he's summoned. Because all superheroes back in the day had to have... A secret identity. Yeah. To add that little bit of tension. Stanley. That little bit of hair. Excelsior. It's not a superhero if he can't go and do a day job. Yeah, maybe Stanley's life was just really boring. <laughs> maybe. So, maybe. Uh, so, are they one and the same person? or? Well, I think, generally speaking, the stick was used as kind of a foil. Because you can't have a god with flaws. So what they did was, basically... When he lost Mjolnir, when Mjolnir was taken away from him, mm-hmm. the staff would turn back into a staff or a piece, of, a wooden stick. A stick, yeah. And if Donald Blake didn't have the a, stick, an old bit of a stick, an old bit of a stick, not unlike a shillelagh, <laughs> not unlike one of those wonderful sticks that we find here in the heartland. Did Black Tom ever get his hand on the stick? Probably not. Oh, that'd be lethal. No, what the? He can draw wood. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, yeah and it was used as a foil. So basically, whenever you wanted a bit of plot tension, Mjolnir would vanish, turn back into the stick, and Donald Blake would be the lad with the gimpy leg. Oh, I've got a sore leg, and oh, I'm fighting curses. Fighting with the Wrecking Crew. A troll. Oh, a the troll. Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew, that's a nice reference. There's a Thanks. series of villains in the thing that use construction tools as weapons. They're all enchanted for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I never got into that. Yeah. No, it's it's um, the the leader guy. His he has a crowbar, and his crowbar is enchanted. Yeah, similarly to Thor's hammer. Yeah, he can throw it, and it comes, and it comes back. back. Just a lump of crowbar. <laughs> and uh, there's construction workers everywhere listening to this, going, "It's a pry bar, not a crowbar." Well, not in 1962, it wasn't. And then he he can transfer some of that power to the other guy's pe- weapons. Are you? Kidding? But it's the crowbar basically powers all of them. Or so the, or the pry bar. I'd say it was probably Loki. Did Loki enchant the pry bar? I can't remember. Pry pro bar. Men misremembering things. Do, 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 do. Um, so, can I hit you with my second question? Second question. Hit me with your best shot. Yeah, um, What was the second question? I completely forgot. I don't know. What were we talking about? I don't so, know. So, uh, Donald, Donald Blake. Mm. Donald Blake. 
Doctor Donald Blake. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hold on. You still haven't satisfactorily answered. Sorry. Um. Is it? Is are they one? Are they one person? Ah, or are they well, two people? In Volume One, they are not one and the same. When Donald Blake is not around, mm. Thor is in control. Thor mm. is. Uh, Donald Blake becomes an avatar for a shard of the actual god Thor's power on Earth. Okay, so it's not full Thor. Mm-hmm. It is he is imbued with an aspect of Thor. Okay, uh, so he's not full god mode. Oh. Okay, he's imbued with an aspect of Thor, and this is played around with. I think at one point he finally becomes full Thor right. at some point, and he becomes the Thunderer Thor. Okay, um, but they are not one and the same in Volume One okay. of. Um, not one, not one of the same in volume one in so 1962 here's the other question yes. which I've now remembered um, are they gods or not gods oh are, god ah. uh, so <laughs> I see what you've done there so nice bit of work it is almost impossible to tell in Marvel's new universe in Marvel's new universe what is what okay. so in volume one mm-hmm. of Thor yeah uh, they are very much the gods of old Magic. Okay, they're magic, completely magic. Loki's powers come from the fact that he is a sorcerer. Uh, Thor does not use sorcery. He thinks it's beneath people. Um, And it's all magic-based. Okay? Now, this gets a little bit more confusing. And I'm just going to jump ahead quite a bit. Okay. Okay? So, if we take the modern arcs of Thor, and the one that I like to use the most, and the one I will be using for this, is 2013's Jason Aaron run on Thor, which was called Thor, God of Thunder. Okay. okay, and in this one as well, he is a god. Okay, no messing about. It's not an alien race. He is a god. Oh, okay, interesting. But that was after the Thor movie. It was after the Thor movie. In the Thor movie, what you call god magic, yeah. we call science. Kenneth Branagh decided to take away the god. He made them speak like Shakespeare, but he also made them into aliens. Uh, aliens. <laughs> you say it aliens? Was on purpose. Yeah, okay, it was, it was on, on purpose. purpose. Don't worry. Uh, aliens, um, and they are just a, a technologically hyper advanced race yeah. that are beyond us yeah. in every way. And visited Earth many times yeah. in the past. Yeah. So you don't like that, judging I, by the furrowing of brow. It's 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 just a bit silly hmm. to me. But look, it, it comes back and it does some interesting things, right? So. If you take a look at Thor the movie, the original movie with Chris Hemsworth, and is that your Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I need more time. Give me time. Hold on, anyone can do Chris. Anyone can do Thor. 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 He's my Thor. Jane Foster. Take care how you speak. He may be, have lost reason, but he is of Asgard. He is of Asgard and of noble birth. He killed 83 people. Or he's adopted. He's, <laughs> he's adopted. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, Chris. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to come on the podcast and help us out. There's not enough room. Chris Hemsworth would not fit in this room. He would not fit in this room. Sorry, Chris. He would not. Well, I mean, you can take my place for one. <laughs> yes. Just so long as we can get a selfie after. So you're not too pleased with the whole... Um, not, not no, really it's not that. Thing. So it gets very confusing. If you take a look at uh, Kirby's original designs for Asgard, Asgard does look very hyper-technological. Right. It's like not It's not the mythology-based huge wooden halls mm-hmm. and swords and shields. Mm-hmm. It's all very 1960s Kirby technology-based stuff. So, you can see where that all comes from and comes in later. But in the original comics, they're gods. They're not technologically advanced or anything. Like, it's magic. That's what they're using. They have a whole host of they're for real, these magical gods. foes. But now, 
in, in 2013, it's very much um, mythology-based again. But what we find out is that gods are not unique to Earth. Mm-hmm. And they are not religious beings in the, the same sense. They're not here to steer the course of humanity or anything like that. They're just a different race. So mm-hmm. the Aesir are gods in Norse mythology. You have Hercules as well in the Marvel Universe. And he still runs around and does all that. Michael is transfixed by my hand because I gesticulate a lot when I talk. And his cat instincts, combined with the red light, are driving him insane today. Um... And they're just a different race. And what we find out in God of Thunder is that... So they are aliens. Uh, yeah, but every every cosmos has their own brand of gods. So it's just a, a race. Okay. So I guess this is the start of the alien issue. Okay? Now, in 2016's run, mm-hmm. this is reinforced tenfold. Go on. Uh, and if you don't know... And if you're a sexist, you need to sit down for this part because it's, it's it's going it's going to sting a little bit. If you're a sexist, so Thor, yeah, is a woman, a, a lady, a lady, a lady. And to be very clear, to quote uh, to quote the editor at the time, this is not she Thor, lady. Thor. This is not Lady Thor. Mm-hmm. This is not Thorita, Thoret, Thoret. I think was another one. This is Thor, Thorina. Jane Foster has taken over the mantle of Thor because <gasps> in previous events is it fear itself that causes the event or I think it might be the end run of God of Thunder no by Jason Aaron it's the thing about the eyeball guy fear itself was it is it the fear itself right no fear itself fear itself was when his uncle came back wasn't it oh yeah the one about the secrets uh, fear itself is that fear that's itself that's fear itself yeah secrets so there was a run anyway Nick Fury whispers something in his ear. Black with Nick Fury or white Nick Fury? White Nick Fury. White Nick Fury. White White Nick Fury's last hurrah. I think they removed him from the Earth 616 canon after that and replaced him with Samuel Jackson Fury. His son. His son. Yeah, his son. I don't know how that works. God damn it, Marvel. Um, <laughs> so anyway, suddenly Thor became unworthy of wielding the hammer of Thor. Mjolnir. Uh, in the comics, by the way, a big difference between the comics and um, and uh, the original mythology is the reason that Thor can lift his hammer in the original mythology is because he's strong enough to lift the hammer. Anyone who is strong enough to lift the hammer can wield Mjolnir oh, in really? the original but that's mythology. Key. Yeah, but in again, in the superhero version of Thor from Marvel Comics, only those who are worthy of the mantle Thor may lift the hammer okay Mm. there's a whole joke in it in Avengers 2 where they all sit around the table and try to figure out he whoever shall be worthy blah 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 and Robert Downey Jr. is like it's magnets it's magnets (laughs) and he tries to figure it out he uses his gauntlets Uh, the vision steps oh no no the vision doesn't step up he steps up at the end is statue limitations out on that oh big time fair enough Captain America stands up and Thor has a little oh maybe Captain could do it I have a whole theory about that do you want to hear my theory about that totally unplanned so when Cap tries to move it it moves an inch right well it kind of goes yeah and Thor goes oh fudge (laughs) oh (laughs) Fimmer's beard (laughs) yeah so here's the theory right yeah Steve Rogers is worthy of lifting the hammer but doing it in a showing off contest made him not worthy he's diminished simply by the fact that he took part in an right? egotistical contest so if he needed to lift the hammer in an emergency he definitely could an Avengers pissing contest yeah so that's okay. why he wasn't worthy but I like he was it. still almost I worthy I would love to see that 
Right? Makes sense though, doesn't it? That's a good theory. Thanks. Mm, thanks I like it. Pretty solid. And then, uh, yeah, at the end of the movie, uh, Vision picks up the hammer, no bother. But we uh, don't know if that's because he's worthy or because he's not a person. I think it's because he's worthy. Is it? I don't he's, know how you're near He's a decides. machine, put it in a lift, I don't, lift still goes up. I don't know how you're near the science. So, anyway, suddenly we are catapulted from our mythology based thing to Asgardians taking their place. On the council of aliens that pop up around, so you've got the Kree, you've got um, Scroll, Scrolls, you've got Asgardians now are definitely part of that. Shi'ar, uh, the Shi'ar, Spartax, Spartax is from Guardians of the Galaxy. That's his. Yeah, yeah, that's um, Jason. Oh my God, Star Lord's dad. All my, all my, all my words are failing me. <laughs> this episode, uh, Peter Quill. Peter yeah. Quill is actually of Spartax. This episode um, is brought to you by, sponsored both by mispronouncing Norse names and mild heat stroke. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually just sweat drip. I just touched the back of my head and it's just yourself. soaked. It's too warm. Um, oh god, it's nasty. Um, so yeah, this this whole run is is uh, yeah, and then they're very much aliens. Uh, <laughs> is, is how that ends. Uh, if you read the unworthy Thor, mm-hmm. uh, which is a side miniseries about how Thor tries to get his right to the hammer back, um, he's captured by the Collector, who is a huge entity in the Marvel Cosmic Universe, and Thor Ragnarok, uh, and Thor Ragnarok. No, okay. that's no, that's not the. Uh, oh, it's, no, it's it's not the Collector. It's. It, it is the collector, isn't it? No, he's the other one. The he's games master, the, the, the games champion, challenger. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is playing him, but it's. I think he's called. Is he the challenger or the? the he's not the collector. Matter. There's two of them. They're like brothers, and mm-hmm. they they fight a lot and have contests. Um, but he's one of the cosmic beings of the Marvel universe, um, and that really throws them into this modern canon where everybody is not mythological, but rather just aliens that we don't understand. So that's that's how we came across that one. So they're technically now currently in Earth six one six aliens. Aliens. So Ben, I've done you a service. Have you? Since we're talking about different versions and virgin, <laughs> yeah. different versions and interpretations of Thor, I've done you an incredible service, and I've wasted my own time by watching 1998's The Incredible Hulk Returns. Oh, I'm so sorry. So <laughs> you know that you had to do that. To be fair, Are you right? Okay? To be, I'm fine. To be fair, I sat down to watch it thinking this is going to be appalling, mm. and it's actually oh, pretty. No. It's actually, you know, no, it's fine. Is it better than? 2017 Saban's Power Rangers probably not really <laughs> no probably not but it's fine so remember it it's a TV movie doesn't pass the scale then. apparently the highest rated TV movie of all time up to that point like the the, TV, the Hulk TV show had been off the air for a few years and this was its comeback and so I'm just gonna I have a slideshow I have a little slideshow for you um, so we, 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 you know the story of the Hulk. Everyone knows the Hulk. Mm-hmm. We're not getting into the Hulk. So the Hulk is trying to cure himself. And uh, as he's about to turn on the machine to cure himself, he's interrupted by a man he used to know, a Dr. Donald Blake. <gasps> and Dr. Donald Blake seems in this version to be a bit of a cad, a bit of a scoundrel, a bit of a bounder. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's oh like, my. when I knew you, this is my banner voice, when I knew you, you were always up to no good. What trouble have you got yourself into now? Classic. So, so 80s banter? 1988. 1988. 1988. So, uh, Donald Blake tells him that, you know, you know how I've always been interested in Viking culture, eh? 
Hey. Hey. You know. Sly Reinhard. So uh, I I joined a a group of amateur archaeologists and we went to the wild north. The wild north. Yeah, the wild north with the amateur archaeologists, aka grave robbers. But anyway, so he goes to the north. Well, he kind of goes to the north. They use stock footage of tents. I've prepared. I've prepared a little slideshow for please, you. Please, please uh, have at. Uh, so here he is. This will be in the video version. By the way, if you're not watching the video version, it's probably worth rolling your eyeballs over it every now and then. It's quite helpful because we do go off in tangents, and it helps to have visual representation. Visual, visual is how we say it around here. But I'm going to say visual because it's funnier. So it's we gonna, do ramble quite a bit. That's going to pop up in a minute. But anyway, he uh, it, he's sporting one of the best stunt beards <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> it's just bits of beard glued onto this guy's face. So anyway, he finds a tomb. Okay, a really look at that stunt beard. Wow. So he finds this tomb, and he's 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 compelled to enter the tomb compelled, by a mysterious force, Marvel and he goes in. Out of compulsion. And he, he sees some runes. And he knows he shouldn't read the Viking runes. Oh. But somehow he can read them, oh. even though he shouldn't be able to. Oh. And he reads the story of a warrior king. A warrior mm. king called Thor. Mm. And this warrior king was condemned never to enter Val- Valhalla mm. for his crime of arrogance. Mm. Right? It's not, it's not really Thor, is it? Mm, I don't like that. So... So he finds the hammer. Uh, it's a terrible looking hammer. It, it's not your, your, your classic Mjolnir. I'd love to see it. Uh, it's, oh, it's real bad. Is it like when you buy in a hardware store? Like, I think they might have... It's probably... It's probably... They probably made one. But there it is there, look. It, here's... Here's Donald. My God. It's terrible. It's so, so it's... Oh, it's like a mallet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just a, it's a lump hammer. It's a lump a hammer lump with some hammer. etched runes on it. So, the, the strange thing in this movie... God, this, it looks terrible. The strange thing in this version of Thor is Thor is a completely separate guy. Okay. Uh, and he's a... Uh, he's summoned by Donald Blake. Donald Blake puts two hands on the hammer mm. and screams, Odin! <laughs> and then Thor appears. Thank God Mick has right? done all his work. Um, so, the guy the guy who plays Donald Blake, he's this weird... I don't think he ever did anything really particularly famous. He's this weird knockoff James Spader type. Oh, it's like, God. oh, you know, I've got the hammer, and when it summons this Thor guy, and that's my James Spader, it's not great. <laughs> so, and, and Bruce Banner says, why don't you use this power of summoning this Thor to do something good? And this is one of the best lines in the entire movie. Knock off James Spader says, this is the 80s. I don't even know what a good cause is anymore. Ooh, right? Ooh, so, social commentary um, coming from the most unlikely of sources. <laughs> so Thor in this, he doesn't seem to be a god. He seems to be just a, a Viking, a, a Viking warrior. warrior, a Viking warrior. He has a magic hammer, uh-huh. but the the hammer does appear to be limited to just lightning. Okay, he can throw it, but it doesn't return to him. So uh, it's one. I, I picked this little picture here because it's one. It's probably the saddest scene in the whole movie. 
you know, Donald Blake has just summoned him by going Odin, and then Thor appears in his uh, in his furs. He looks ridiculous. Well, he probably looks less ridiculous than the red like, cape. The red cape, Thor. Okay, <laughs> what I'm wearing now. So, oh, Mick hasn't taken his costume off, by the way. No, if you, if you check out the Instagram, yeah, or, um, or the Facebook page. I've had enough of your. You know, I've had enough of your antics. I can't. <laughs> God, Ben took. A great number of hammers to the face today for the sake of the podcast. I just like you guys a lot. I want you to like me too. So just, just give it a like. So anyway, after he, he shouts Odin and summons Thor, um, he very offhandedly has to hand the hammer to him. Oh. <laughs> and Thor kind of stands there, one hand on his hip, like, come on, give me the hammer. Give me the hammer. Oh, it's, it's, it's just... Oh, funny. so wait, Donald Blake doesn't even transfer. He just no, summons He just summons him. <laughs> and... He, he he has Thor has been cursed by Odin that he has to do heroic deeds Feats. and Odin yeah and Odin before he'll be allowed to enter Valhalla and Odin, Odin like Hercules yeah in a sense uh, so Odin has uh, has like given the responsibility of making him do heroic things to to Donald Blake the thing about this movie is this was a backdoor pilot oh they were hoping to that's not someone who flies airplanes and likes anal sex that's when they do a TV show that they hope will become a pilot, a pilot. for another TV show like Supernatural's ill-fated spin-off in New Orleans did they do that? I never saw that Supernatural episode. had okay so I have recently been watching Supernatural due, due, due to the episode with the gods in it uh, and in a very quick segue just to, to, to wish it along um Originally, shifters, vampires, and werewolves are all quite ugly creatures uh-huh. uh, in the thing. And due to the success of the Vampire Diaries, they tried to make a it sexy. into a sexy version of Supernatural. Sexy Supernatural. And there was a large group of hunters, and there were five warring families in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And the five warring families were shifters, vampires, werewolves, and I can't remember the other two. There's two other... Strange creatures, probably a Wendigo. Wendigo, something like Wendigo, ghouls. Yeah, probably. But they lost all the bad things about shifters. So you know the way shifters have to rip their skin off Uh and they leave the piles of gooey, not anymore flesh. They didn't have to do it in this. These shifters were, I think it was sixth generation shifters. So they lost. It was absolute. So this was a backdoor pilot, as it turned out, because I remember watching it and being like, "This does not fit with the tone of the. This is very slick and sexy and." Not supernatural. Not supernaturally at all. So, um, Thor, sorry, arrives. Back, yeah, backdoor pilots. And Thor and Donald Blake end up having an argument over the hammer, oh, both kind of pulling it, and accidentally knock Bruce Banner into a high-voltage electricity station <laughs> and trigger the Hulk, and they have their fight. And that's the great thing about this movie, because we have Ragnarok coming out in November. We do. But this movie is the first... Is it November? Is it that far? Yeah, it's, it's pretty far away. Uh, this is the first kind of Hulk and Thor movie where this they're together. This is the original. This is the Hulk original and Thor, Hulk and Thor movie. It's a, I mean, look at the rig out this guy is wearing. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And one of the best things, you have to watch this movie and just watch the Hulk running. Lou Ferrigno has the funniest run. Oh, really? He kicks his heels up. It's, oh it's absolutely hilarious. But um, how did you sit through this? No, it's pretty. The, the best thing about it is the guy who plays Thor. Uh, he actually plays a Thor very similarly to Hemsworth's Thor. Oh, he's a, like a little bit confused by the modern world, but he likes drinking and fighting, and 
it, so there's even a scene where he comes out of the shower topless and, and the female characters well he looks 80s good 80s good like okay. he's he looks like me <laughs> okay <laughs> so the 80s, bigger than the average 80s man yeah in the 80s that was very impressive yeah, it was acceptable in the 80s but uh Oh, it's incredible. Um, he's yeah, he's actually pretty good. He does a good Thor. I think there might be some influence of this Thor in Hemsworth. Thor. No. I do think there might be. No. Um, the whole thing's on Daily Motion, so you can okay. you can watch it if you want. We'll throw okay. a link. We'll throw I, a link down in the description. Summary. Um, so you know, I after watching this, there's some amazing moments. There's this great scene where they're both trying to stop Bruce Banner's girlfriend from being abducted. Oh wow! <laughs> Look at them standing oh, there. Oh wow! <laughs> like a pair of idiots. <laughs> should not freeze frame eighties TV movies. <laughs> she gets kidnapped by guys in a helicopter, and Hulk grabs one of the landing struts. Is that what they're called? On a the landing equipment. Yeah, and Thor grabs the other one, and they both try and pull the helicopter down, but they fail, and the helicopter takes off with he's, Hulk he's and Hulk. Thor. But they're both dangling out of it. I know that works. <laughs> they both fall off. Oh <laughs> they both kind of go and shake their fists at the helicopter. Is that what I'm looking at there? Yeah, it's oh, incredible, wow. isn't it? Um, it's one of the saddest moments I've ever seen for both the Hulk and yeah. Thor. Um, but yeah, good movie. Very entertaining. Um, as we were talking about last week, I went on to IMDb to do a bit of research on the movie afterwards. Naturally. And there's some great stuff there. Because um, IMDb is an old website. It is. So the movie has one review. It's from user Mac3175. Okay. And the review is in 2002. Nice. And. Oh, that's a long time. So he talks about the movie and he says, why don't they do another team up? Like, one day they could do a live action Spider Man teaming up with the X Men. Little did he know. Well, that never happened. Yeah, but. but Mac Mac one three three one seven five. If you're listening, you tell us how the last fifteen years have felt for you because it must have been amazing. He sums up the the review with, "It's a Marvel classic." <laughs> it ain't got Marvel, it ain't worth squatting. Oh, it's great. Um, so the other Thor, yes, I wanted to talk about, ah. um, because as we were saying, are they aliens? Are they ancient aliens or are they? What's, what's the di- what is are the they aliens or are they gods? So another. Uh, favorite TV show of mine is um, Stargate. Stargate, a yeah, Stargate SG One. Stargate and SG1. As you know, Stargate. Have you seen Stargate? I have, unfortunately. Uh, inst- Shut up, Ben. That's mean. He has actually. I'm just after taking a quick peek around the realm of figurines. I've what action um, figures. <laughs> That's there's Stargate some, up there. Yeah, there's some Stargate figurines. Not. Stop saying figurines. <laughs> I will leap across this table and smite you. Yeah, with your fucking hammer. Um, you haven't done it already today. So, uh, there's a good. Ep- there's a very good episode of Stargate. So in Stargate, the Egyptian gods mm-hmm. were were actually aliens. They were alien parasites living oh, inside so people. We've done this. Or, like this kind of thing has been yeah confusing before yeah oh yeah but no they were for definite alien parasites okay. that lived inside of people and masqueraded as gods they were they knew they were liars mm-hmm. it wasn't humanity was interpreting them as gods okay so anyway the humans end up trying to fight these aliens and trying to trying to beat them off trying to get rid of them just trying to get rid- so Daniel Jackson mm-hmm. the resident kind of mythology expert nerdy the, the S- SG-1's Ben mm-hmm. Well, that's a compliment. Don't, know how I feel about Don't look so upset. It's a compliment. No. He gets crestfallen. No, he, he dies like six times and comes back, and he becomes a higher being. And why would he, I want to be that? In real life, he's married to Lexa Doig. Who is? Oh, it's a whole other podcast. Oh, man. Lexa Doig is 
probably the most important science fiction actress in my teenage years. Is she the young one from Star Trek, the Borg? No. no, sorry, Jerry Ryan. Sorry, never mind. She's oh. from an, she's from Andromeda. Oh, God, no culture over here. No culture. Anyway, Daniel Jackson. Daniel Jackson. Well, that's why. That's why I'm talking about this. Daniel Jackson realizes that in the history of gods visiting Earth, mm-hmm. and now we know that gods are real. He okay. realizes that there are two types of gods. There are tyrants, and there are culture bearers. Oh, so we have classifications for gods. Right. Okay. And he th- he realizes that the tyrants, like the Egyptian gods, turn out to be evil aliens. So he postulates that maybe the culture bearers might be other aliens who might be nice and might help us to fight. Yay! Exactly, right? Humans, so he culture bearers, <laughs> working together, fighting yeah. aliens. Those real bad... Hey. Oh, never mind. Never mind. So... He shows a little slideshow, and one of the symbols in the slideshow is Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. Ah. All right, and Teal'c, who used to work for the evil aliens, yeah. Says, Can you explain that to me? How does that work? He he has the evil aliens are snake symbiotes. They're little worm things. They're snakes. They're more like snakes than worms. Okay, uh, sorry. And they go inside your brain and they take over. Okay. But in their larval stage, they have to be held in a human's intestinal area. Mummification kind of throwback. No, well, yeah, kind of, but like you're perfectly fine when it's in your intestine. In fact, you're stronger and faster. And oh, because it needs to protect the host. Exactly, the and you're immune to most diseases okay. and stuff. And they're their soldiers, but until um, and then until the until the guauld inside matures, and then when it's removed, you I think you you either die or you get a new one. Oh, so Teal'c defected anyway. But, but he still, so he has one of the bad aliens gestating okay. inside of him uh, and later on it comes out and there's a whole thing but that doesn't matter oh, so he arc. says oh I recognise this hammer indeed and there's a symbol of mm. this connected with the planet that we must not go to our Gwauld masters told us never to approach this planet so they say ooh, ooh. let's go there That's cool. that could be the one that will give us, give us a dig out so they go there and they get zapped by a teleporter and this teleporter sends them to a cave, and in the cave they meet this guy. That looks very like Thor. It is Thor. Ah, right. It's classic Viking mythology. Thor, big old uh, Viking helmet, and he's all like, "Thou must passeth mine challenge before I will permit the entry to mine vault or something." Sorry, lads, like not tonight. Or anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, later on, they realise that's actually a hologram. <gasps> It's not the real Thor. No. And they don't actually meet the real Thor. Uh, but they escape anyway, and they escape away, yeah. and they realise these guys hate the Gwauld, the, the Egyptian gods, as much as I do. As we do. Oh, okay. So later on, they there's another episode where they're trying to track down Thor. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, after passing through all of his trials and challenges and trying to interact with this hologram and no it's just a hologram again he reveals his true form and his true form is this little guy no the grey aliens it's area 51 grey aliens so the area 51 grey aliens were the Asgard his race is called the Asgard no and he's he's a Commander Thor. Thor of the Asgard. Supreme Commander Thor of the Asgard. So he's responsible. He's the the chief of the Asgard military. So a kind of protector of the gods. See what I'm saying? Nice little parallels there. So it's a very different version. Wow. Completely different. But still Thor. 
Still Thor. I mean, he has Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer hey, turns out to be... We can have an alien Thor, just like superhero Thor, just like <laughs> alien superhero Thor. So Thor's hammer turns out to be like a device for scanning people to see if they're infected by this alien. Oh. And it can kill them if they are. Nice. Yeah. And he has a, like a mothership and he actually becomes a, a very common recurring character oh, in the show. I think he's voiced by the same actor as Daniel Jackson. Oh, so he has, who's he? Ri- Dean? No, not Richard Dean Anderson. Not not no, that's uh, not Colonel O'Neill. Yeah, uh, I've actually forgotten Daniel, the actor who plays Daniel Jackson's real name. Because he popped up in other stuff. Oh yeah, he was in Andromeda. That's where he met his future wife, Lexi Doyle. Was he in Burn Notice? See, Burn Notice. He's the guy that originally goes around trying to foil Michael. Michael Shanks is his name. Is that his name? Yeah, Michael Shanks. That's another nice coincidence. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so they're 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 two Thors for you. Huh. Weird. Yeah, it's such they've they've affected so much culture. That's the other interesting thing about Norse mythology, though. It's completely widespread in the same way that Greek. I would say almost at this point more widespread than well, Roman we, and Greek. Well, we don't have Mercury's Day, do we? No, we don't. We, we don't have. Didn't stick. Yeah. Take that. Didn't stick. Romans and Greeks. Yeah. Weird. Ben. Michael, give us some recommendations. So, uh, in, in preparation for this week, I did quite a lot of reading. Painful, long reading. <laughs> uh, but some of it wasn't so painful, and that was down to... Uh, I picked up uh, Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythologies book. Uh, he has re- recently uh, published a retelling of Norse myths, where he takes the Edda and he starts combining tales into longer narratives, and they work very well. Um, so, my recommendation for the week is um, Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythologies. It's out now from... Bloomsbury all good booksellers all, all good booksellers and the other recommendation that I would really really 100% give is uh, volume 1 of God of Thunder by Jason Aaron because um, it's just a really nice introduction to Thor you get to see three versions of Thor duke it out you get to understand everything about the character some nice mythological references in there um, some nice religious questioning all that kind of thing so mm-hmm. give it give her a world there's also something called the God Bomb I'm not going to spoil that for you. <laughs> Go read it. Anyway, Michael, any recommendations? Uh, no. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, don't, don't watch that movie. I did okay. it for you. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.